Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Natalie Abbott, and my sister is mocking me right now. She is literally using her quiet little mouth to try to say what I'm saying, like a jerk. Welcome, Vera. <laughs> I have to do it. I just have to do it. Uh, I know. It's too That's fun. what little sisters are supposed to do. That's what it's my job. It's in my job sisters. description. It is. It just keeps me humble. You know why? Because I got picked on for a lot of years being the youngest. I had everybody making jokes, and I had no mm. comebacks because I was 10 years younger. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm crying a little tiny river of tears for you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, all right. Well, I'm for you, and uh, God is for you. (laughs) Do you like that transition? (laughs) Yes, that was perfect. Uh, So the verse we're going to talk about is about how God is for us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? It is from Romans 8.31, and it says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And so I love, love, love this verse. I'm excited. We I've already recorded the podcast episode that we have coming up with our special guest. And we talk a lot about what those things are that prove to us what are the things that we should say in response to that God is for us, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about that in the next few episodes. But I just want to get some real... Uh, talk about Jesus here in with Vera first and talk about this verse. What do you think of when you think about this verse? Well, first of all, I need to just memorize all of Romans 8. That's my, this is my chapter. I think it's a lot of people's chapters. Like this is Uh like the one, uh like if I am in a way, I go to Romans 8. I know. You know what? We actually, I actually said that. I will say that later on, the, on one of the next podcasts <laughs> that I'm like, there are so many good verses in here. And those are the things that we talk about. What shall we say in response to these things? Mm-hmm. And there are things like um, we have no condemnation in Christ Jesus, that the Holy Spirit, you know, intercedes for us with words mm-hmm. that we cannot even express when we're praying. Like there's so many good verses mm-hmm. in this, you know, what shall separate us from the love of Christ can famine or nakedness or danger or sword or COVID-19. Oh, that's not in there. But anyway, <laughs> just some really, really great verses in that's there. That's so good. I mean, like if you're, if you're a new Christian, if you don't even consider yourself a Christian, if you just accidentally happened upon this and you don't know where to go, Romans 8 is just such an encouragement to me every time I, yeah, I like just, live in just there. Type I that write in it your down. Google bar. Yes. It's so good. So this verse in particular is just, it's a, it's one of those fighter verses. Um, but I think kind of what you're talking about in like COVID-19, like jokingly, but like, you know, there are things that are, um, outside of us that we can't control that mm-hmm. are against us. Mm-hmm. There are, the things inside of us that sometimes feel like we can't control, like our thoughts or our emotions Mm. that Mm -hmm. can feel against us. And then there is an entire world that we cannot see that is spiritual that is against us. We have an enemy, Mm. because the Bible Mm. tells us we do, who is against us. 
And mm-hmm. so when you take those things into account, um, we need somebody to be for us. Like we need somebody to cling to when we're in the middle of a pandemic that has lasted over a year. We need somebody to intercede on our behalf and pray for us when our thoughts are so consuming we can't even get outside of our own head. We need somebody to fight against uh, the spiritual things that are going on that are being aimed at us that we can't even see. And Mm -hmm. so when I hear this verse, it gives me such hope because when I think about what I'm up against as a human, um, it's overwhelming. Like our enemy is great. The world is great. And our, even our own thoughts and emotions are great and powerful. And, mm. and it feels overwhelming. Um, but I love, 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 love this verse because when I remember what all that is up against and I remember, well, yes, I'm, I'm inadequate. And it's impossible for me, but it's not my strength. God is for me. Mm-hmm. What can stand against him on my behalf? Nothing. Nothing can. Um, and so, you know, when, when it's crushing, it's this type of verse that I'm like, no, 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 you are not alone. You are not one thing standing out in the middle of the storm. You are being held by somebody who's controlling everything, Mm. you know? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I was going to ask about, you know, in your life, how, how have you seen this verse play out? Hmm. And I can answer it first because I... You answer it I, first. Because <laughs> I see it every day. Um, right now, especially, I feel like my pattern of finding joy and sustenance and strength for my day is dwelling on God and His Word and allowing Him to re to remind me, like, how do I forget every day when I wake up the most important thing? It's like... I have amnesia. I have spiritual amnesia. Every morning I have to get up and remind myself like God is for me. He is the one who is in control. He is good and he loves me and I can do today. I can Mm -hmm. do today in Mm -hmm. his strength because he's on my side. Um, And that's, I mean, like that's the, the, the spiritual practice that we need to have is this, this constant dwelling in God's word. Like, Um, Jesus tells us that we're supposed to abide in him just like a vine abides in a branch like we cannot if if we're not connected to the to the root if we're not attached to him all the time then we are lifeless and we can bear no fruit Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we think that somehow you know our little bit of Sunday morning or our here and there read our Bible is gonna is gonna sort of check off that box but this is not about checking off boxes people this is about like like thriving in life and having the things we need. I think too, like, it's really easy to, and I've preached on this before, but like, it's really easy to like have your devotionals or like those accounts you follow where you feel like you get filled up. But like reading your Bible is different. Mm. If I haven't read mm-hmm. my Bible in a while, cause I've gotten out of habit or I've been out of town or whatever my excuse is, And I open it up and I just read it. I'm like, oh, this is so much. There's so much in here. Mm -hmm. It's so meaty because it's, it's should be like what we live off of, but we forget that we get out of practice in that. Yeah. Keep on preaching. Preach it every Mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Um, So here's a question for you. Okay. 
What keeps you from feeling like God is for you? That's a great question. What keeps me feeling like God is not for me? Mm -hmm. What are the things that keep you, (laughs) that keep you from feeling like God is for you? Are there things that are hard or patterns of your thought life or whatever that keep you from going to the place where you're like, God is for me? Because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes I I legitimately like, hello, I am a pastor's wife. I have been a Christian now for over 20 years. How is it that sometimes I'm like, God, just like, I just feel like maybe he's punishing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so, know, but if you go back to that Romans 8, 1 verse, there is no condemnation for me in Christ Jesus. There is no punishment. Mm-hmm. The punishment that brought me peace was on Jesus. If you remember mm-hmm. our verse from March, right? right? So God is not punishing me. He is for me. Mm-hmm. And the hard things that I'm up against are not because he's punishing me. 100% true. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. I'd say the it's typically me. It's me who gets in the way of me believing that God is for me. (laughs) Um, So, you know, my disposition and has been since I was little is to worry about things Mm, mm -hmm. big time. Like I worry about things. I take it to the worst case scenario. um, And by God's grace, as I've gotten older, I recognize it more now. Um, So... When I start to worry or feel anxious about something and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if this happens? What if that happens? Tip, like old Vera and kind of what my, my like I said, my predisposition would just live in that yeah. and not really recognize it until days later even or longer. And then it's like, then I have to really deal with this big monster. But I have learned and especially recently, I think it's probably because of what 2020 was like, but instead of going down my my path that is wired in my brain that I've walked out a thousand times is to worry when something pops up. And I'm learning to instead remember. Like, mm. instead of worry, I'm going to remember, why am I worried about this? God always, is, he always sustains me. He always mm. gives me what I need. He always gives me a way. He always is before me. Um, he always shows up and provides me what I need every single morning. He does that. And in bigger ways throughout, you know, a year or whatever that I can look back and be like, oh, that was God. Oh, that was God. Oh, wow. Look at, look at what he did here. And so I'm, I've started to, and again, it's not even like, because I'm amazing. It's because God has given me this grace of like, as a worry floods my mind, I am so quick right now in this season to say, oh, that makes me anxious. I'm going to remember what God has done for me, and I know he's going to carry me through this worry. Hmm. I'm going to remember that he always delivers me. Um, and so that's been kind of my experience recently. Is like I'm, I'm the problem with, with <laughs> you know, believing God is for me. Yeah. Uh, I love what you said about remembering all the things that he's done for you. Um, I used to, I remember kind of, be baffled at how many times in the old testament god like like it just repeats itself it talks about like in the psalms over and over again crossing the red sea and being delivered from exodus and the pharaoh and the plagues and i'm like why does it keep doing this it's teaching us this pattern of when we remember the things that god has done for us what shall we say then in response to these things like our verse says 
then we can say, if God is for us, who can be against us? Mm -hmm. When we look back on this pattern of God's again and again faithfulness, like God has never been unfaithful to me. Mm -hmm. And when I tell him, you did this for me, and I remember that that you did, and this was a big time in my life where you showed up, then I can say in response to those things, if God is for me, who can be against me? Mm -hmm. Right? There is nothing that is going to stand against me because God is for me. And I mm -hmm. see his faithful pattern in my life again and again and again. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's why. That's why God reminds us to do that by reminding us of all the things that he's done again and again in scripture because we, need, we don't seem to think that we need a broken record, but we do. Mm -hmm. We need to hear that message over and over again every single morning. I'm, I'm like every morning, okay, Lord, <laughs> remind me again so that I can walk in your grace. Um, for me, I think my, the things that are hard for me to get over is my performance. Mm -hmm. um, my, my feeling like God is going to be for me if I do this for him. Totally. I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, like Am I got to live up enough? to these things, right? If God is for me, well, it's because I did these things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not, you know, if you read back again at, through the whole Bible, but even through Romans 8, you see that God is the one who is doing all the things. Mm -hmm. And we are the ones who are receiving all of the grace of it. Mm -hmm. Not the vice versa. God isn't looking for that. Uh, I often tell myself, because I, I've experienced this, like, because I have that thought too sometimes, like if I really am in a hard situation or I'm really praying for something or um, whatever uh, and need clarity and like, you know, maybe I've not been very good about being in my Bible over the last several months or something. And then all of a sudden this thing pops up and I'm like, oh, Lord, dang it, I haven't been in my Bible. Like, <laughs> Are you going to do this thing or not? Because, and I'm reminded by... Mm just the instances in my life where I have heard God say to me, like, you are, you lack faith. You are not faithful to me, but I am faithful. And mm -hmm. it is not, not because of you that I do anything. It's mm -hmm. because of who I am and I cannot not be who I am. And I am faithful regardless yeah. of your actions, you know, and I'm just always blown away by that. I, I will never remember. There have been multiple moments in my life where I'm sitting, pleading with God for something. He's like, not because you're faithful, but because I'm faithful. So true. It's a good thing that we're not, we don't, we can't live under our own goodness. Right? Like that it is. Because <laughs> it remind like our families <sighs> remind us exactly how deep our need is mm -hmm. and anybody who says otherwise then they i don't know that they i don't want to go to that church <laughs> i don't want to go to the church where i have to i have to be perfect because i already put that burden on myself yeah i can't i cannot earn another thing i don't want to earn another thing like i've been an earner my whole life and thank god that that is not jesus mm. and it's not the god that we serve like they don't they're not looking for me to earn anything. I do that. I do what I do, like my, my disciplines out of like, thank God. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you that I don't have to be an earner. Like, I want to know more. I want to read your word. I want to memorize this verse. I want to serve other people because thank God you don't, you don't expect me to live up to perfection. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody got that in them. We just, mm -mm. we just can't. We just can't. Um, yeah, there is a verse actually that I read this morning that was just like, 
Yes, this is exactly what I needed this morning. And it talks about that. It goes like this. Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin, a justification that you were not able to obtain under the law. We cannot live up to that law. We cannot be perfect. And yet God has said, I'm going to declare justice over you because in Jesus, you are set free from every sin. He paid the just price for those sins for you. And therefore you can be free. And I just love that, that everyone who believes is set free from every sin. Everyone who believes is set free from every sin. Mm, 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 mm. That's good. Do you want me to say it again? Do I need to say it? Again? <laughs> no, don't say it. What's the, what is it though? What is it in? It's Acts 13, 38 through 39. That's good. Yeah. It's just such a good verse. You're going to see that on a tattoo one day. I'm going to put it out so. in the atmosphere. Mm, <laughs> mm. I need that. Yeah. Anyway, Vera, we're running out of time here, but it's just such a good reminder that God is for us and that he is not requiring some kind of unreachable perfection, but he has provided perfection for us in Christ. And that when we believe in him, it's everyone who believes that is set free. And that that's what's required of us is to believe, to live in faith and to follow Jesus in that way. So good. All right. God is for you. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to learn more about this this month. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks, Vera. Always, always. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.